For all of Gabriel's show dates and ticket links go to gabrielrutledge.com. Or don't. If you would like to support this podcast by subscribing for $5 a month, click the Substack link in the episode notes. You won't get any extra episodes, but Gabriel will think warm thoughts about you. And now it's time for the drive home with Gabriel Rutledge. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. Cause it's the most wonderful time of the year. Nailed it. Uh, This is a metaphorical drive home podcast. I'm not in my car. I am in uh, Calgary. I am working the Comedy Cave in Calgary, Canada. I'm in a uh, nice little apartment in downtown Calgary, which was uh, that was a nice surprise because uh, the last time I was here, uh, they had a condo like 15, 20 minutes outside of town. It was a duplex. There was nothing around it. And uh, sometimes someone else would be Airbnb. Airbnb? Is that a verb? They'd be Airbnb. I'm going to start the podcast over. Because it's the most wonderful time of the year. And when you're when you're next to nothing in Calgary, that's like this ain't a walk in town in the winter. It is cold. It is cold as a pissed off woman's heart. It is angry cold here in Calgary. I used to have this fun little bit I did here that I riffed once and kept doing about uh how you're never allowed to mention it's cold because when you're in Calgary, they always want to tell you how much colder it was last week. But uh, <laughs> I tried to do that at uh, Monday show. And uh, I mean, it didn't. I just forgot. I forgot how it went. But it was funny once. <laughs> one more skit. What's that? One more skit. One more. I will do one more skit. <laughs> Have to let it go. You have to let it go. 
It is. It is. Uh, what did I just fucking say? <laughs> Do you see why we need an amendment? It is, this has been a fantastic week. For late February, I'm thrilled to be here. And I'm just saying, no matter how cold it is, if you're if you're just in town and you're like, man, it's cold, people hop out from behind the buildings to be like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Been here last week. I wasn't. I'm here now. It's very cold. I know that I wouldn't die for maybe an hour on my own. And last week it was 30 minutes, but I feel like I'm still allowed to mention it. Last time I was here, my phone, fully charged, just fucking died. Just walking around like, no, we're done. That's it. But yeah, it's a 10 minute walk for me to the club and it's actually not, you know, it's like 20 something degrees here, uh, which is pretty good for Calgary. It was like minus zero, less than zero uh, Fahrenheit uh, last week. It was like minus five or something. So I will take a balmy 20 degrees. But my point is, like, I could be walking around out there right now. It's just, it's not fun. I mean, the wind's blowing. It's, it's, uh, everything you do feels like an expedition. Like, I got to go to the store, get my gloves, get my hat, bring extra provisions. Try not to trip on a frozen dog turd. You could kill a man with a frozen dog turd that you find here on the streets of Calgary. That's the first line of my next novel. I also, in in this apartment, though, uh, there is, uh, I have no heat control. I mean, you know, the heat's on. It's actually too on. It's hot as hell. It's, it's 21 degrees outside and I have a window cracked. Because it's so hot in this apartment. Or maybe it's just me. <laughs> no, it's the heater. Uh, this is a weird, it's a weird week. It's a Monday through Saturday. Which, uh, most clubs are not like that. Mo- you know, Vegas, maybe. But most clubs are, if they're open on a Monday, it's an open mic or something. Just six days of, uh, that's a long ass week. But I think the other side of the club is like a sports bar. And, uh, you know, they just, they pay you like it's a Thursday through Saturday club. So why not bring in, it's a family-owned business. It's not that much extra labor. I don't know. I don't know if I can keep coming here. Uh, I'm, I know better than to say I'm never coming back. I actually like the people. It's not that. It's just... First of all, the exchange rate is uh, not my friend right now. It's about 75 cents on the dollar. So that hurts. 
Also, whatever they say the exchange rate is, you will not get that because your bank will take their own little cut. Just a little sip of my coffee. I actually like my coffee. Like I like my women. Uh, Named Tim Horton. But I don't know. It's a long week for not amazing money. This is a secret. No one say anything. Also, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, last week I told you how much money I make uh, in a year. <laughs> and then I felt really weird about it. And uh, I, five people messaged me to tell me how much money they make in a year, which I thought was cool. Because that's what I said at the end. I feel weird. You tell me how much money you make. Also, my friend Juan Carlos pointed out in New York City, date uh there's like a new law you have to disclose everyone's salary or whatever something like that uh because you know that's part of what i was saying is it's like it's people can do shady shit if you don't know how much they're paying another person you know so i think that's a good law i mean it's a little different in comedy because it's how much of how many people will come see you uh it kind of determines your pay uh in a lot of aspects so it's not like I can tell Kevin Hart, you know, hey, I have, <laughs> I've been doing comedy as long as you. We should get paid the same. I didn't want to say yes to this uh, this week here in December in Calgary, but I was supposed to do it in March. And uh, I got COVID. So I canceled. And then uh, they said, hey, can you do this week in December? And I felt obligated to say yes, since I canceled because of COVID, as far as I know. Uh, and But, oh, this is the full disclosure. I don't actually know what I'm getting paid this week. I know. I've <laughs> this happens in comedy occasionally, where uh, it's a place I've been a bunch of times, and I'm like, I don't. I think I talked him into a little bit more money at one point, but then when I booked it, it was coming out of it was coming out of a shutdown time, so I wasn't really haggling. And so I don't I don't even know what I'm getting paid. Yeah, that's how good a business I am. Oh, they'll give me something. And I also I can't really like. I can ask for more money to keep coming back here, but I'm not really negotiating uh, from a place of power because uh, at Monday's show, there were 12 people. I mean, they were kind of a fun 12, but still. One of the dudes uh, at the show of the 12, it was a very young crowd. I think there was like one guy in his 30s from England. That's like the only, everyone else was like early 20s, I felt like. Where are you, where are you from? That was a fun accent. I'm from England. You're from England? Okay. Welcome. <laughs> Your English is good. <laughs> I thought that deserved better. Because I'm very Canadian, like, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> where are you at in England? Where am I asking? Where, where, where are you from? From in England? I'm from Manchester. Manchester. 
That's one of the ones I know. <laughs> Halfway through that question, I'm like, well, I don't fucking know any of that. <laughs> you could have been like, pudding. I'd be like, I, I've been there. <laughs> There's not a town called pudding in there. That would be fucking the most English thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, we're near pudding. But there was this young dude, he worked at some restaurant called Earl's, which I don't really know what that is. But uh, he had a neck tattoo, and he was wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt. That, I mean, that should be on the postcard from Calgary. A young white dude with a neck tattoo wearing a redneck sweatshirt that says Carhartt on it. That's really... That's really Alberta, right there. Yeah, he was there with his lady. I think she was 23. I don't know how old he was. Whenever I talk to someone who's 23, I'm always like, good Lord, that's how old I was when I got married? What was I thinking? I was in Reno, Nevada one time. This isn't going to be a great story. (laughs) You guys ever been to Reno? No. Just you. What brought you to Reno? Sports. Sports? Yeah. What sport? Softball. Softball, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> you guys took that in a weird way. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like, yeah, you look kind of gay. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't. I just meant it makes sense there would be a tournament in Reno. God damn it. Which one, are you with one of these people? Oh, you're with Carhartt. Okay. <laughs> The Merrill's discount? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's love. Are you guys high school sweethearts? No. How old are you? You seem... 23. 23. Okay. I got married at 23. You don't have to. No pressure. Wait for him to like get Earl's management. <laughs> See if he can see you on the other side of his neck. I broke my arm. You have broken your arm? That makes me nervous. What's what's that's what's her name? Meg. Meg. Okay. That's on the arm? You got Meg on the arm? No, I have her her body. Well, I will not ask to see that. I don't think that's any of my goddamn business. Wow, that's sexy and a new fucking look. Can you trace this? <laughs> you have her body on your arm. Well, I hope you stay together forever so you can both remember what that body looks like. <laughs> I've loved the grandma since, well, take a look at this. <laughs> a different time. Tell me about Earl's, Grandpa. <laughs> I don't even know, I'm not from here. Well, Earl's, like... Kitchen and bar. Kitchen and bar. Wings and shit? Yeah, it's like another cactus club, I guess. It's another cactus club. Yeah. Help me out, help me out. Help me out. 
bougie Applebee's. It's bougie. Thank you. That's what I needed. This guy can translate for me. It's a bougie Applebee's. So weird you said that. I have a lower back tattoo that says bougie Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. It's a big fucking tattoo. It's a big tattoo. Also, I didn't know how good I had it uh, on the Monday night for those 12 people because uh, Tuesday night uh, we had zero. No one showed up (laughs) to the comedy show, so it got canceled. So that's my point. I can't be like, hey, uh, I'm going to need a lot more money to come back here to Calgary because – Clearly, 12 people accidentally came to see me in two days, so I deserve a couple of extra bucks. Extra couple of Canuck bucks. By the way, that's, I mean, that's, there was a few people there. Uh, people kept showing up, but it was all comics. There was like five comedians there. Because they really just, there's a host and a bunch of guest sets and then the headliner. And, uh... A couple of the guest sets, I think they were like rooting for an audience to show up. Like if two people walked through the door, I think we would have done the show. I was not. I've been doing comedy 21 years. I have no interest in performing for two people. I'm like, every time that door made a sound, I was like, no, no. This is kind of a... uh I guess the combination of it being too cold to walk around too much and uh, me just being worn out, uh, this is sort of, you know, it's only Wednesday as I record this. I'm going through Saturday, but this has turned into a bit of a uh, solitude vacation. I'm just trying to take naps, (laughs) not really doing anything, watching a lot of movies, editing a little video, sure. But yeah, when it was when it became apparent that we might not have a show last night, I was like, "Fucking good! I'll start watching movies earlier." I'm still not 100 percent healthy. Maybe you can hear it in my voice. Uh, I am much healthier than I was, but at this point, it's been three and a half weeks, I think, since I got the flu, and I still have some congestion. Much better than it was, but you know. Weird. When I had COVID, I was like, I was better after a couple weeks, but my stamina and my uh, lung power was not for about four to six weeks. So it's kind of, that was the last time I was seriously ill. COVID, and then I got the flu, and it's like, I don't like this thing where I get sick and it lasts six weeks or whatever. That's a thing I could do without. But it's not just me, like, uh, I mean, you know, my whole my whole family, like, you know, they're all doing okay, but like, it's just a long recovery on this flu. I, I'm take I'm almost done with my uh, antibiotics, but I actually probably, I don't know, I don't think I had a sinus infection, because I think something would have happened more dramatically if I did, after I started taking the pills. So man, I am... Uh, Tired of not feeling my best, although I, you know, I am a lot better, but uh, 
The good news is I was sober for like three or four weeks. By the grace of God and the flu virus. I'm not. That's part of my personal solitude as I am drinking a little bit. Drinking and sweating here in my uh, Calgary apartment. It's funny, you got. I mean, you guys may or may not know. I'm. A, I. Uh, I kind of eat a low carb diet a lot of the times. I mean, I'm not. Sir, I'm not keto. I don't think I would be low enough to do that. I have some cheat days, but you know, it kind of works for me. I'm walking around 15 to 25 pounds less than I used to walk around. But in the same way that like when I, when I was really sick with the flu, I had no interest in drinking alcohol. Man, did I have no interest in eating low carb. You can't feel like shit and then be like, you know what I can go for is some grilled meat and vegetables. That would really, no. You want like pudding or bread or, you know. Shit like that, which I did. I did not. God, my fever just broke. I'm going to have some salami slices. Mm. Well, I think my diarrhea is getting better. Maybe I'll eat a plate of cheese. Start the opposite problem. Uh, When I get home uh, Sunday, I actually turned down. They said I could stay an extra day and do a Christmas party on the Sunday, but I said no. I said I had to be home for something, which is technically true, but the thing I had to be home for is just I got to go home. (laughs) But I'm very excited because um, I will not have a show. I mean, Christmas will be during this time. But I will not have a show for 11 days. I get home on the uh, 18th, and I will not have a show again until December 29th, Tacoma Comedy Club. Come out and see me. I'll be rusty. Tacoma Comedy Club, uh, December 29 to 31. Three shows on New Year's Eve. Good Lord. But anyway, 11 days with no comedy. I turned down a show. Someone offered me something next week. I was like, no, I want these 11 days off. My wife, uh, even though she's still recovering from a broken rib, she was like, oh, I looked into like, you know, my mother-in-law has like a timeshare thing that's around different locations. And my wife was like, I was looking into maybe we could take a family trip. I'm like, stop it. For God's sakes, stop it. No activities, no nothing. Can we just fucking sit? I'm very excited to be home for 11 days and not have that much to do other than Christmas shit. I mean, you know, during COVID, I had a lot of 11-day stretches without comedy, but uh, I haven't done the numbers yet, but man, I think I did... Maybe more shows than I've ever done in my life this year. Uh, So that 11 days off, that 11 day, it's not a vacation. It's not a staycation, but I just, uh, I'm excited. 
Next year, the things, you know, hopefully uh, my clean album and my regular album will come out. Next year, those are already recorded. Uh, I really, I really, this is my next year goals. I really want the book I wrote in 2020 to come out. And I want to do the audiobook version of my first book. Those are my next year goals. But also, I don't, I mean, I don't really, I don't want to try to accomplish that much next year. I'm tired. <laughs> I saw this, uh, this TikTok about, in general, I hate inspirational anything online, anything that's like, trying to inspire in any direction if it's if it's one of those hashtag grind hashtag hustle like all right enough if any, any sort of new agey theme i don't like that either but you know what this one got me this inspirational odd little tiktok got me because it was this lady talking about her dog who didn't do shit all day and how the dog doesn't care you know? Your pet's not like, what did I accomplish today? Your pet's not like, oh, my stupid cats who sleep 21 hours a day, they're never like, oh my God, I let it get away from me again. I slept seven-eighths of the day and then I shit in a box. Oh my God, what am I doing with my life? kind of what I want to do. I already do it. But I mean, you know, I'm going to be 49 years old. I still have things I want to accomplish. I, you know, I have new jokes I want to write. But as far as the pace of the new jokes I want to write, or as far as like vision board type shit, ah, oh, forget it. Who gives a shit? I want to take a nap. I want to shit in a box. You know? It's that balance, because you can get depressed by never doing anything, but also, like... What is it we're supposed to do? I got a comment on my YouTube today that was like, I don't know why you're not as big as Bill Burr and a couple of other famous people. And my first reaction was like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Bill Burr did not have a show cancel last night. He had to perform at his show. I got to come home early and watch movies on Netflix because my Hulu doesn't work in Canada. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, I want to accomplish things, but I'm successful enough. What are we, what are we trying to do? Pay my bills, hug my kids, fuck my wife. What else is there? Not be congested, not get the flu again. Be like a dog. Rub your ass on the carpet. Who gives a shit? 
Lick your balls in front of company. Folks, if I could lick my balls, I wouldn't be doing comedy. <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming out on a Monday. I don't know. You start at Earl's later? <laughs> what time does your shift usually start? Monday it's 5 a.m. 5 a.m.? Oh, shit! Dude? <laughs> How old are you? 23. 23? Why you got an old man schedule? <laughs> it's uh, inventory. You gotta count everything. Oh, okay. Monday. I got you. I got you. This guy's a fucking go-getter. This guy. I'm starting to like you. I mean, I started out liking you. I like you more now. Is what I meant to say. And he snorts. It's kind of cool. You know There's something about that neck tattoo snort combination that really balances you out as a human. It's like... Is he gonna rob me? <laughs> no, he's not. He's definitely not gonna rob me. This guy probably gets up at 4 a.m. to do fucking inventory. My mouth is a little burnt right now. Because, uh. I burnt it. Mystery solved. Uh. It's really annoying to burn your mouth because it's like a good week plus that you, everything you eat, you're like, ow, 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 ow. But I, you never burn your mouth on broccoli. You know, you never. <laughs> and the way you probably never get your credit card denied on something you needed to buy. That's what burning your mouth on food is like. It's not broccoli. It's not, oh man, my mouth's so fucked up. That kale was hotter than I thought it was going to be. No. I burned my mouth on a spicy McChicken. So now every time I drink coffee or eat something and I flinch, ow, that hurts. Part of me is also like, you deserve this. That's what you get. You fat piece of shit <laughs> shoving a McChicken in your mouth while you were driving. You know you've been eating McDonald's in your car when you come back and you see tiny pieces of lettuce everywhere. I don't know. McDonald's, you know we're eating in the car. Whether we're traveling or we're just eating it out of shame. Why is there a salad in every burger, every chicken sandwich? How much McLettuce do you go through a year that just ends up on the floor of a car? Because it's the most wonderful time of the year. I like Christmas. Uh, you know, I like a Christmas movie. I even like the corny Christmas movies where, you know, whatever. The girl who moved to the city has to go back to her small town where she realizes she needs to slow down and there's some fucking dipshit she used to know from high school who's like a, he whittles or something. <laughs> 
She's got some city lawyer boyfriend who never has time for her. But this small town whittler, something about his ways. I like those movies. I like Christmas. I like lights. I like all of it. I'm not a Grinch, but part of me resents Christmas a little bit. I mean, this part of the Grinch story and movie isn't really told that much, but when the Grinch had a change of heart and got to deliver everyone presents, he didn't have to fucking buy those presents. He stole them and then brought them back like a hero. I mean, if someone steals an Amazon package off of your porch and then two days later they're like, I took this, I'm sorry, here it is back. You're not like, what a great guy. You're just a slightly greater guy than you were when you stole it. So the Grinch got to deliver presents he did not buy. And I kind of, I resent, I like buying. It's not that I don't like giving gifts to people. But I kind of resent like, you know, you're just going through your life, paying your bills, hopefully, doing all right. And then December shows up. And you're like, oh, you have to spend way more money this month. Uh, So your children will have a good childhood. And then also, even besides money, like things like, what am I going to buy my dad? What, what the hell, you know, what do I get other people? People sending my wife and I messages. What do your daughters want? I don't fucking know. Give them a knife so they can learn how to whittle. So they can woo a city girl someday. I kind of resent that. It's, you know, it's fun, but it's also like, damn, this is a lot of money and a lot of effort. But it's the most. They never remember what they get anyway. I tell my wife that she, you know, she takes the stress on, um, which It's good and bad. It's good she takes it on because I don't have to, but it's bad because she gets stressed out of like, oh, we don't have enough presents for this kid or that kid. They don't. We could. I I couldn't tell you at gunpoint what I got my kids for Christmas last year, and either could they. You remember a few things. You You remember a few gifts in your life. I remember I got a big wheel when I was four. I got my first DUI at four and a half. I wasn't ready for the responsibility of that big wheel. And also shout out to uh, all my single listeners. This can be a weird, uh, you know, I haven't been single. Well, I was single when I was like 19, but you don't call it single then. No one looks at a 19-year-old and goes, bachelor, eh? (laughs) But, you know, it's a a weird time of year. I mean, maybe it's better. Maybe there's a lot of shit you don't have to worry about. But I think this is one of those holidays where you're like, oh, I don't have a, 
a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or kids or or maybe you do have kids but they have to be with the person you got divorced from this fuck christmas will fuck you up man i mean those aren't my problems but uh i know everything's amped like the happiness is amped the sadness is amped I wouldn't call myself a Counting Crows fan, but I am a fan of that song that goes, Long December and there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last. That song slaps. Also, that guy dated two of the Friends cast. So, Ross and Chandler. He knows what the fuck he's doing. A little too much singing on this episode. I apologize. Uh, anyway. I'm going to call that an episode. Get back to my solitude vacation. Maybe I have a show tonight. Maybe I don't. You know? We'll see. I can tell you which one I'm rooting for. <laughs>